Surprised, I think, I, I have to admit that I am a little bit um, at how much Rick loves owls and everything owls. And thus we go to our guest. Uh, Carla Bloom is with the International Owls Center, right, in Houston, Minnesota. Is that right, Carla? Yep, that's right. All right. And I, uh, you got an interesting party coming up on Saturday. This somehow is, Rick is really excited and engaged in, in, your, in your party coming up. You have a retirement for, a party planned for Alice the Owl. Is that right? Alice the Great Horned Owl. I don't know if there have been other owl retirement parties before, but Alice is having one. She Car- deserves it. This is the first one that I've heard of. That, that doesn't mean there hasn't been. Uh, uh, now, why, Why? first of all, why? how old is Alice? Alice is 21. Okay. Is that is that old for an owl, or is that, I don't know. Um, it's getting up there for a great horn. The okay. longest they know of in the wild is um, one or two that live to be 28, okay. and in captivity, maximum is probably in the early 30s. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, and Alice has been in captivity, right? Yeah, she fell out of her nest when she was three weeks old oh. and permanently messed up her left elbow. So okay. she's been with people pretty much her whole life because she's never been able to fly. So what has she been doing all these years? She's been working. Okay. <laughs> so for owls that can't live in the wild, they literally have to have a job. They're not allowed to be kept alive for no reason. So she was placed with me as an education bird, and people always chuckle that that's a job. But it literally is. Because I don't own her, I'm licensed to possess her for education, which comes with all kinds of restrictions of things I have to do and things I can't do, and it requires a minimum number of programs every year, and if she doesn't do that minimum, she literally can be taken away by the state and federal government authorities and placed with someone else. So literally, she has had to work for a living, and I have to file reports every year to prove it. Oh my gosh. Wow. So that that's why retirement yeah. was an important thing and it is officially retirement and she has to be granted permission to retire because otherwise those permits require her to do those minimum number of programs every year. <laughs> she has she has work requirements? <laughs> yes, she does. Oh my gosh. That, that's, so, that's so draconian. <laughs> <laughs> well, for it because if all non-releasable birds were kept alive there would just be a zillion in captivity doing sure. absolutely nothing uh, so understood all right that's, that's why the regulations all right and they don't want them to be kept as pets either yeah no i, I think i understand that so uh she has she's got apparently some arthritis is that right yeah because okay. of her wing injury she's developed arthritis in the last few years and because she's also never been able to fly she uses her legs a lot more than a normal owl ah, would. Okay. but she's also got arthritis in her knees mm. and because of the arthritis in her knees and less mobility in her wing it's harder on her to be handled when i pick her up and carry her around for programs and she just really doesn't like it so okay. i finally asked for and got permission for her to retire uh, Carl Bloom is with the International Owl Center in uh, Houston, Minnesota, and uh, Alice the Owl is retiring. They're holding a party for her on Saturday, and uh, I, I just, I, what does Alice do then in retirement? Where does she go? Where is, how does she live? In what sort of, uh, is she going to be on Medicare? There's uh, so many questions. Alice does not get Medicare, unfortunately. She still gets her daily ration of rats, um, <laughs> but she's not working for them anymore. She just gets some freebies. Um, We have kind of an unusual living arrangement for her. Um, Most of our other, well, no, all of our other birds live in outdoor aviaries um, with sheltered areas and areas that are exposed to the weather, and then they commute to work every day. But Alice no longer has to commute to work, and she doesn't live in an outdoor aviary. She did the first year I had her, 
Um, and after a year, she developed some intestinal issues and was losing weight, and it was December, so while we were getting that straightened out, I didn't want to have her outside. And I had been a falconer, and I had a room in the house that had been done up for kestrels, so I just moved her into that room. I didn't have the kestrels anymore and adjusted the perch size and figured things out for her, and within a month she was fine, but she thought it was great because she could talk to me whenever she felt like it. Hmm. Because she was injured so young at three weeks of age, she grew up around humans, and she's what we call a human imprint. She thinks she's one of us, and um, basically she thinks I'm her mate. I, I have poodles like that, so I, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, how, how long have you, Carla, how long have you been with Alice? I've been with Alice for 20 years. So you, from the very beginning? Uh, well, from a year and a half when she was placed. How, how, what, are, what are your, I mean, she obviously feels very strongly about you. How, how, what, how do you feel about Alice? Oh, she's part of the family. Yeah. I mean, she's, I've lived and worked with her for that many years, so I probably have more time with her than anybody else I've lived with, because who else do you live with and work with? So she's with me most of the time. Do you, do you, do you have conversations with her? Do you talk with Alice? Yes. Um, and because of Alice, I wound up doing a vocal study on great horned owls, because she would do all of her vocalizations to me, and expect me to respond as a male great horned owl. Well, obviously, I wasn't doing it right, right. because I didn't know what I was supposed to do, which made her mad. And uh, so I went to the scientific literature and thought, well, I'm going to look this up, right? And found out nobody had ever studied great horned owl vocalization. So I started wow. doing that in 2004. Um, so now I understand the basics of great horned owl talk. And, and she certainly expects things whenever I come home from work or if I've been away. She starts hooting. I'm expected to come up to her room and hoot back to her for a little bit. Every night when we go to bed, we're expected to hoot with her a little bit. Every morning when we get up, we're expected to hoot with her a little bit. Okay. Well, so, yes, we have conversations. Is there? Can you provide us with a hoot right now, Carla? Well, she does a female hoot. Okay. And over the years, lots of times she drops the last note off now. She didn't used to, but for many, many years now, she just does uh, and then I do a male hoot, so different rhythm, lower voice quality. That was amazing. <laughs> that was yeah. truly amazing. Are you now? And and I, I'll let you go. And I really appreciate you being on. Thanks so much. But obviously, this party coming up on Saturday. I, I, I want to get some details on that before I do that, though. Uh, during her retirement, are you guys still going to hang out? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, as we normally do, she okay. still has a room in the house okay. with her own personal screen porch outside. So yeah. We'll just continue to hang out, hoot at the wild owls, and anybody that comes over to our place. All right. So, I, and you know, a lot of people are very much into birds of prey, and um, this fits right in. But uh, the uh, what, to give me some details about the party, Alice's um, retirement party. Yeah. So the first important one is Alice isn't going to be there in okay. person. Okay. She will be there by live video. Okay. So we have a security camera in her room, and we'll have that live streaming, and it has two-way audio. So we'll be doing. Three programs during the day about the life and times of Alice the Great Horned Owl, stuff that most people, even that know her well, probably haven't seen or didn't know. And at the end of each program, each group will get to have a chance to wish her live um, a happy retirement. And she'll probably look at her security camera and hoot back at it or something. <laughs> so those programs will be at 11, 1230, and 2. Okay, fair enough. And that's on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carla, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on. You're welcome. Thanks right. for having me on. Absolutely. Carla Bloom, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the International Owl Center in Houston, Minnesota. That was awesome.
So bad, huh? She hooted. <laughs> that was awesome. She hooted for us. Yeah. I love it. <laughs>